Hello, you're listening to Home Talk with Greg McKim on Tuesday, January 29th, 2019. If you're listening on a different date, well, that means the show was either being rebroadcast or was pre-recorded, pre-recorded. I'm your host, Greg McKim. If this is the first time you've been listening, you might be wondering, Home Talk, who ever heard of a talking home? Well, I remember a show where there was a famous talking horse. But this is not about a talking home, and the home won't be creaking and windows won't be slamming shut. But you will be listening about how to refinance a home, how to remodel a home, maybe how to decorate a home, how to build a home, how to buy a home, and how to sell a home. Yes, I cover all those topics because I have a lot of expertise in most of them. And in those areas where I don't know what I'm talking about, I bring in people who do. I've been in the real estate-related industry since about the 1970s. Yep, I'm that old. Everything from swinging a hammer to owning a mortgage company. I am a licensed real estate broker. I work with Rockwell Realty. I'm also a loan originator with Loanzilla, ML, ML, excuse me, NMLS 106202 is my MLO number, and Loanzilla's NMLS is 67412. Sorry about that. Legally required. So today, my guest is Sandra St. Louis with ID and Legal Shield. She's going to be talking about identity theft and steps that you can take to protect yourself from that happening to you. But first, let's talk a little bit about mortgage and real estate news. As you may know from listening to prior shows that I've been hosting, that there is really no such thing as an interest rate adjustment. Interest rates are a fixed factor in what changes daily is the given price for an interest rate. However, that being said, the price of an interest rate does go up and down over time, and since about the middle of November, the price has dropped precipitously, equal to, in general terms, about a half percent rate drop for a given price. So if in November you could get a rate of 5% for zero fee, today you can get that same rate for maybe 4.5%. You might be wondering, why did that happen? As a general rule, if you're tracking the movement or the cost of interest rates, here's a rule of thumb. Anytime the economy looks like it's shaky or slowing down or people sell off stocks, usually interest rates, the price of interest rates, will improve. That's what happened when the stock market started to sell off in November and December. It's not always lockstep. It doesn't always happen, but it's a pretty good rule of thumb. Here's an interesting tidbit. Over the years I've been doing this, most consumers think that when the Federal Reserve adjusts short-term interest rates, it has a direct correlation with home mortgage rates. Not so. And my friend Sandra here smiles because she's been in the business too for a long time and she knows that's not true. Without getting too wonky, here's why. When the Federal Reserve adjusts short-term interest rates, which are not directly tied to mortgage rates, it's designed to stimulate the economy. When the economy is stimulated, the return on long-term mortgage bonds is not as good. So the rates go up or the price goes up, vice versa. When the, when the economy is heating up and the Fed raises short-term rates to slow it down, people jump back into long-term securities thinking that might be a good place if the economy slows down. A little wonky. Sorry about that. You can always talk to me about it off-air if you want to have become an, a mortgage expert. By the way, if you want to reach me off-air, my cell is 
800-242-6545. Or my email, gmckim, that's G-M-C-K-I-M, at lonezilla.com. You can also listen to my podcast by going to 1150am.com. Okay, now a little bit more about the real estate and, and market right now, mortgage and real estate news. Last, well, fall, winter, when I was helping my buyers make offers on home, we'd slowed down enough in the market where I could um, make an offer, not compete with someone else, get the price for a little bit lower than the list price. Um, that's starting to change the last couple of weeks. The last few offers I've made, buyers have had to jump on the home. They've had a couple of competing offers. It looks like buyers are starting to come out of the woodwork. Maybe um, it's partly due to the this time of year. This is the time of year when real estate time starts to heat up. We call it the selling season. It really starts March through um, June. It's also, I think, because sellers, uh, buyers are, are are trying to take advantage of the low interest rates. And I think buyers also ha- were on the sidelines for a while. Now, that's anecdotal. A couple of my clients, of course, doesn't tell you everything that's going on in the real estate market. But I have talked to a couple other brokers who are finding the same thing is happening. So if you're a buyer right now, I don't think we're going to see a continued drop in prices. I might be wrong. Of course, it's always specific to an area and so forth. But I think right now we're going to start to stabilize. The prices are going to start to stabilize. We're going to get some more competition again from buyers. There are still fewer homes than people who want to buy them. Even though it's not like it was, it's still a limited inventory and still a slight seller's market. Well, enough of that. Hope you learned something from it. Now we're going to talk with Sandra a little bit more. Sandra, how long have you and I known each other roughly? <laughs> I, don't, I started thinking about that today, and I'm not sure exactly when. It's well, let's at see. Least 12 years. Ago. Yeah, I think I hired you and Annie yeah. in about 2005. 2005. Annie was a loan originator, and Sandra was yeah. her right hand person. Yeah. <laughs> she took her all the hard, the heavy lifting. Those it's called loan things. processing, yeah. and they worked for me at McKim Mortgage. Yeah, for a while. And then you. what did you do after you left McKim Mortgage? So I went to um, what was Cobalt, which is now, is it Caliber? Yeah. Changed their name. Yeah. So I went to them for a few years, and after that I went out on my own. And I What, is a contract loan processor? Um, no, I, I went out on my own as an um, independent mobile notary to do signings. Oh, that's right. You're still doing transactions, that. Transactions, and right. I still do that. So yes. anybody out there needs a... Mobile notary. Yeah. I'll give you Sandra's uh, contact information a little bit here. Okay. Yeah. So for real estate and private paperwork. Right. Various different. Different things. contracts. Yeah. N- notaries that they're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're licensed to do certain type because an escrow company slash yes. lender won't, won't allow anybody to go out and meet with somebody right. to sign the final documents. You have to be trained and licensed, not just a regular notary. You have yeah. to have other. What other, other credentials are there? It's called a sign. A, Certified signing agent. Okay. And you're basically tested, licensed, and bonded every year mm-hmm. for the title companies, and they have qualifications for compliance and um, what so we used to, um, when it changed in 2008, 2009, it started for real estate transactions, the TRID yes. training. Right. So all of that has to be kept up every year. Now, for you listeners who don't know what the heck we're talking about, so <laughs> when you close a loan for either a refinance or a home purchase, you can either go into the escrow company and sign everything at their office, or many of them will send someone like Sandra out to your home so or your office after hours, weekends, for your convenience. Yeah. 
And that typically is a fee that the escrow company will eat, but sometimes they charge extra. Of course, they do pay Sandra. She doesn't do it just because she's a super <laughs> nice person, although she is a pretty nice person. Thank you. And I don't know. She <laughs> might do it for free for me or listen at a discount. I don't know. But for the rest yeah. of you, you got to pay. Yeah. So, yeah. So now you've also been involved with ID Shield and Legal Shield for a long time. Used okay. to be have different names. When I, and I, I purchased the product from you back uh, like 2008 or 2009. Um, well, I started representing it in 2011. Okay, so, so that must been just, that, that must have been when I did it then. Yeah. Okay. So it was it was within that year. Time flies. So yeah, <laughs> really. So um, but yeah, since I started in mortgage industry in '82 and started with Legal Shield ID Shield in 2011, and it was um, the previous name that it was registered under was prepaid legal. That's right, prepaid legal. But it's still basically the same uh, membership. Mm-hmm. It's had some enhancements over the last few years, um, but it is basically the same, and it is two different things. There's a Legal Shield membership, which right. gives you access to legal advice mm-hmm. for anything from trivial to traumatic issues. Right. And then it's ID Shield, which deals with your identity. And well, I've had both services since well. purchasing them through you, yes. and I can say to anybody listening, for about 30 bucks a month for the combination, mm-hmm. it's one of the best values I've ever had in my life. Yeah. I don't know if it's prevented any ID theft. I mean, I don't, because I don't know if any's occurred, but I do know that I have used the Legal Shield service on numerous occasions for little things, even like um, speeding tickets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, I haven't had many. <laughs> one. Um, one time my ex-girlfriend was in a car accident. We, mm-hmm. They helped us with that. And I've used it for other things that it's been great. I can call up, talk to somebody, get advice for free. Yeah. And then if they actually take on your case and do further work, they'll do it internally at a pretty reasonable, pretty steep discount, actually. Or if they're not versed in that in that particular office, Martino yeah. Lambini or Lambino. Mm-hmm. Martino. Lambino. <laughs> Lambini. Like a martini. <laughs> But um, they um, will send you out to somebody else. Yeah. And so I found it fantastic. Yeah. So um, today we're going to focus mainly on the ID Shield component of this because anybody that's involved in getting a home loan, um, you know, you're probably aware that a lot of your personal information is being handled. And I'm, a, as a mortgage loan officer, I'm very conscious of this. When I get people's credit reports, I look at them carefully to make sure I don't see any red flags that could potentially be an a, 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 a ID um, theft or you know, any, any attempt at it. So why don't you go ahead and take it from here and just talk about the things you think people, that consumers should know. Well, there's, I, I, we can go over you know, a lot of different things, but the main thing is, is just keeping your social media information. Um, Facebook, so forth? Facebook, whatever social media you've signed up with, and mm-hmm. a lot of people signed up with more than they remember sometimes. Yeah. But whatever that information is, be it your name, your address, your telephone number, those are the things you start with. If it doesn't really need to be out there, then you don't really need to put it on there. Right. And most of those things, especially addresses and stuff, um, could be in, in, you know, in a wider perspective linked to other people that aren't necessarily you. And in your case, when you look at people's credit report, you have to explain other addresses yes. and things like that. Right. So there's, you don't necessarily have to put everything. But I have the a question. Bigger, okay, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. No, I interrupted you. Why don't you finish with your thought? And the have... bigger thing is is um, your bank account information, your Social Security number, and things like that. If you have them anywhere online, 
Do you, really do you need have to. you heard of anybody would actually put any of that information online and, and on social media? Have you heard of anybody doing that? Not necessarily on social media, but sometimes social media is asking you to buy something through the website, okay. which links it from the social media to something else. Okay. So there's ways that people can hack in and find out what you've gotten through those sites. Interesting. So if you're buying things online, if you're... Can you give a specific example? Okay, so I, I'm not a big user of social media. Mm-hmm. So let's just say you have a Facebook you know, okay, I have one. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're telling me that if you can buy something through Facebook and you you end up using your credit card and so forth through Facebook, that's riskier than if you go to a website, say like Amazon. Or, it's or, the same risk. Same risk. Okay. All because right. it's we all know that there's stories of companies being hacked. Yes. Um, yes. Websites being hacked. So it's the same risk. All right. No matter what you do nowadays, there is a risk, and okay. to me, it's the same because. If you're going through a website, if it's something that you're putting in their personal, be it your social okay. security number or bank account, it's a risk. So that part so far is the basics, which is everybody mm-hmm. needs to be, and probably everybody out there has heard this a million times, but it never hurts to be refreshed. Right. Make sure that you protect your sensitive data whenever you're doing anything. Yeah. I have a question that came up when you're talking. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been on some of these find anybody in the world sites, mm. and everything about me other than my social security number and so forth is out there. Mm-hmm. It seems kind of irritating me that people can find out exactly where I live, how long I've lived there, my date of birth sometimes, you know, my names. How do you get that stuff flushed out of those places like White Pages and Truth Finder if you didn't want to be so easily accessible? Is it possible that you have to go to each site individually and go through their Byzantine maze, which they make tr- impossible yeah. to try and get out you of can, You can try to do it on your own and go through all the sites, but I, I brutal believe and I've heard people have gone to... Um, investigators or whatever to try to help them get the stuff so off the it's either it's either to go to their individual each site again which mm-hmm. they make it as difficult as the humanly right. humanly possible it's like flying to the they moon have to in go a tin into the can. Real small print to find yeah it. right or you hire somebody it's mm-hmm. a little frustrating okay i'm yeah. sorry i took off on a tangent okay. there so the first step <laughs> is clearly don't have your personal private information right. easily accessible online what would be another bullet point that you would recommend you for people to protect themselves i would just be um you, well, the other part of it is is people get what they call crank phone calls and stuff like oh. that coming into them, and they're not really paying attention to the fact that, well, you need to update your address and this and that on this because it's gone. Well, um, the, elderly know, we people have, are more susceptible to this. This happened to my dad Not once. necessarily. Well, okay. Because it's, it has happened. Everybody used to think, oh, well, the elderly are the more susceptible, but... How many times do we get phone calls on our phone and somebody's like, well, we need to update your information. They're like, oh, okay, because they're in a hurry or yeah. they're just. That's a great point. You, you know, know they're also thinking, the younger generation is more, they're loosey with all their information. Yes. Things that no, none of us would ever dream of. They're everywhere. Right. They post right. pictures and things. That, and so maybe, maybe the young people are just as susceptible, if not more so, than we've always envisioned. And know. it's that quick knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. You think it's somebody that's calling you to help you. But just keep in mind that the people like the IRS or your banks or the post office and things like that, they don't call you on the phone. Okay, so phishing, which is a term that's used yes. mainly for computer scams, is also done through phones, as we know. How about just how about mail? Is, any, is there any record or is there many attempts of people doing USPS mail for phishing, or is that pretty un... <laughs> well, funny you should mention that. Really? Okay. <laughs> Last Thursday, in my complex, yeah. Mind you, it's not a real secured situation for the mailboxes, but my, our ma- my mailbox was one of like 10 in the 
section of mailboxes mm-hmm. that got opened. And it's tax season, and I am self-employed, and I'm thinking 1099s and So the whole stuff thing, like where it's, a, it's a bank of mailboxes. They were all laid open, so you get into every single box that you're telling me? It, it, well, somebody tried. There were oh, about somebody 10 Somebody tried of them. to. Okay, they tried to break open. Okay, To break them open. All right. And mine was one of them. All right. So then what do you do? Well, I had to go buy a mailbox somewhere that's secured. Right. Now you have to transfer all your mail. You have to do the change of address. You have okay. to contact all the companies you can think of and those that you might forget. If you have right. a password book where you keep all that stuff down, you can go into those companies. Yeah. But yeah. it becomes a hassle, and it's happening a lot. Well, this where I live, I have 88 home HOA. Mm-hmm. For years, we were having rampant mail theft. We finally broke down, spent $30,000 out of the HOA funds to buy those secure ones, which mm-hmm. it looks like nobody's attempted to get in those yet. So we're at about we're at about a 20 minutes, which is typically a break. So why don't we go ahead? We just We just covered... Um, kind of the basics. Don't keep personal mm-hmm. private information online. And the other one was watch out for phishing attempts both by, by phone and by email. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we'll get into some more nitty-gritty and some other things that are maybe not so obvious. So you're listening right now to Home Talk with Greg McKim, the show that covers home ownership from A to Z. We're, we air each Tuesday from 3 to 4 on 1150 AM KKNW. During the show, you can call in at 425-373-5527. Today, my guest is Sandra St. Louis with ID and Legal Shield. You can reach her off air at 360-378-7388. Again, 360-378-7388. Or at SS, that's Sandra Sandra, <laughs> T-L-U-I-S-E. 62 at AOL.com. You're one of those people that still has AOL. Yes. I love it. Well, thank you very much <laughs> for listening, and we will be right back after these messages. <laughs> sarcoma. Odds are you've never heard that word before. But for the 40 people diagnosed with sarcoma every day, it is a life-changing word. Life-changing and devastating because sarcoma is cancer. Sarcoma is a cancer of bone and soft tissue more prevalent in children than in adults. More than 6,000 people lose their lives to sarcoma each year. Treatment options for sarcoma are limited, and new therapies are desperately needed. More research and increased awareness is necessary to find a cure for a cancer that you probably didn't even know existed until now. Through awareness, advocacy, and research, the Sarcoma Foundation of America is determined to help those affected by this forgotten cancer, to bring hope to the children and adults whose lives are forever changed by a word they had never heard before. Please help us in the fight to find the cure for sarcoma. For more information on sarcoma and the work of the Sarcoma Foundation of America, please go to curesarcoma.org. Do you make a positive difference in the world? Do you have a talent, philosophy, base of knowledge, product or service that you know could help a lot of people if only you could reach them? Join Alternative Talk 1150's family of broadcasters and start walking down a fruitful path. As host of your very own program, dial 425-653-1150 and find out just how affordable it can be to have a show on 1150 AM. That's 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Together, we can turn a stairwell into an ER at a moment's notice. Together, 
we can turn a rescue ship for refugees into a maternity ward. Together, we can vaccinate 710,000 people in just 11 days. Together, we are Doctors Without Borders. Doctors Without Borders goes where others don't to provide life-saving medical care. Learn more at doctorswithoutborders.org. Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Home Talk with Greg McKim, the show that covers everything from soup to nuts when it comes to home ownership. We air each Tuesday from 3 to 4 right here on 1150 AM KKNW. During the show, you can call in at 425-373-5527. Off air, you can reach me, Greg McKim, at 206-250-6545 or G McKim, that's G-M-C-K-I-M, at LoneZilla.com or visit LoneZilla.com. You can also listen to this show or prior shows by podcast at 1150kknw.com. Today, my guest is Sandra St. Louis with ID Shield and Legal Shield. She can be reached at 360-378-7388. The reason she's here today is to talk about identity theft and how to prevent it. We covered in the first section, do not put your personal and private information or try to reduce the amount of personal and private information you have online. And also watch out for phishing attempts, not just phishing attempts by email, but also phone calls. So what are some other bullet points and things you'd like to go over, Sandra? So on your um, bank accounts or social media, when you're logging in and out on the computer, Mm -hmm. um, some people go to public places like libraries or um, just take their laptops to Starbucks or someplace like that. Right. Um, Try to put transaction alerts and stuff on your accounts. And also when you're logging into your email, if you have a, an alert set up so that when you're logging in different places, it only goes, it sends you a text on your phone. I had one of those today. So mm-hmm. I was someplace where I needed to access something from my phone and I had to use somebody else's computer. I couldn't get my phone to do it. So I got on their computer, went to my email and Google made me through Gmail do a, an authentication to my phone, which I like. Yes. And, and then it told me that it gave me another notice that somebody accessed it from a different computer. Mm-hmm. Now, that's an option that I turned on. Apparently, it's not an opt out. It's an opt in. It's not mm-hmm. automatic. So right. you need to go in and turn that on if yes. you haven't already. And banks, more banks are coming up with it mm-hmm. because of. Um, I think banks and so forth do that more routinely than say like a Gmail or a Yahoo accounts. But if. Those, those accounts are just important. you got all kinds yes. of things floating around your yes. email you don't want people to see. Right. So set that up if you haven't, where if, somebody's com- if somebody accesses your email from a computer other than the one you've already normally using, have it mm-hmm. set up so that you have to do double authentication. Double fa- what is it called? Double authentication? Double authentication. What is that? Du- not double factoring. I don't know why I came uh-huh. up with it. Du- <laughs> Speaking of double authentication, yes. I was reading an article in the New York Times just the other day. I've always thought, oh, that's the most secure thing you could do. Of course, there's already scams on it. Yeah. And what happens if you get a, a scam, you get directed to a scam website, looks like one you're already familiar with, right. and then you give them the number to send the, 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 the code to, they've got that on it too. You come back with the code and, they, and you're into a scam site. Right. So nothing's foolproof. And I mean, there, some of them are pretty sophisticated, right. but there's, you know, there's always a potential for somebody to figure out a way to get your to get you into a, one of their scam websites. The other thing to watch for the scam email stuff yeah. is most of us 
see who it's coming from and they see our name. But you don't always look at the details. If you click on the details of the email, you'll see where the email is originating from. Yes. And it will show up as a scam. Well, there. a while back I got one that was somebody using your email alias. And mm -hmm. I can tell just by the email address itself that it wasn't you. Because the, it, it's just this jumble yeah. of garbage that's coming out of space someplace, you know. Because I didn't update my password in time, so I was hacked. I remember oh, that. Oh, yes, yeah. it happens. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> yeah, we, I, I've it had does. things happen to me, too. I mean, that's, I've had my be... checking account hacked by the um, bill pay recently. So people need to be careful of that. Okay. All right. So they bill try pay. to. So you have an, a third-party bill pay service? I don't ever use it. Oh, but somebody I have got, never used the bill got, pay on my account. Is it third party or part of your bank? It's Well, it's part of your checking you can set up to have okay. bill pay. So it's like sending, you know, your monthly bills or whatever through your account. You go in and you set it, it up but and then they figured, send a somebody check Somebody figured out you. a way to hack that. Somebody figured out a way to get into mine. And the, the trigger to it was is I've never, ever used it on my account, one. But the other part was they spelled my name wrong. On the bill pay check. We all, I think, have some stories. My favorite yeah. story, because I've, I've had fraud, um, um, what's the word I'm looking at for? I've, I've, I have, I've been fraudulented. <laughs> what am I trying to say? You've been I, hacked. I've been, well, yeah. I've had fraud perpetuated on me. Yeah. I still can't find the right word. Yeah. My favorite story, though, is that maybe 15 years ago, I got a notice in the mail that mm -hmm. said, thank you very much for your generous donation to the Christian Jewish Brotherhood Association, something like that. I thought, well, that's nice. We will be debiting your account $500 for the next six months per your request. I said, well, I don't know who you guys are. You sound like a pretty nice group, but who the heck are you? So somebody got a hold of my credit card and decided to send a donation to somebody else. That was the craziest one I've ever seen. But the, mm -hmm. the, the most common ones for me, I would find just maybe $20 on my phone bill that somebody would yes. use my prepaid phone card or my calling card or just little tiny things like that here and there. Yeah, so it is best to look at everything every day because I key. caught the one through the bill pay thing within 24 hours. There you go. And because of my banking habits, they immediately gave, it was a really small amount. It looked like a, it could have been a grocery bill or a gas yeah. bill. And so they gave it back to me right away, right. which they can work with you. But again, you have to change the account. You have to change your life, oh, basically. Yeah. Um, but it's, it is something to watch. And it is kind of annoying when you have to go in and double check yourself every day or yes. once or twice a week. But it's worth the time and effort. To do. What I do with my personal check account, I have two of them, and they're mm -hmm. linked. So most of my money stays in one account that mm -hmm. I don't have any. I don't use a debit card ever. I never, use, I never mail a check with it, nothing. Mm -hmm. And then as I need money, I transfer it into the other account that has the auto debits, you know, for Comcast, mm -hmm. all that stuff, and that I use when I go buy groceries. So that, and it has happened where somebody will hack it, then I shut that account off immediately. Mm -hmm. I still have my other account, and, I don't, and, I, and, I, and there's not as much chance for losing money. It's a little mm -hmm. cumbersome, but it's a safety. It's like a, it's you know. It's what you've designed. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a little wall I have mm -hmm. buried up there. So that's, all right, so back okay. to some of your bullet points. So there's that, um, the alerts. And then just keeping on your phone and your computers, keep your software and operating systems up to date. Ah, uh, yes. And your firewalls. Common sense thing there, too, but not everybody does it. Right, because it's kind of a hassle to wait. It is kind of a hassle. It's time-consuming. Yeah, I, was, I used uh, Kaspersky for many, many years, and then I was f afraid that because they're you know based in Russia, so I mm -hmm. quit using them. So I went to Windows Defender, and I have been very happy with Windows Defender. Mm -hmm. It's Unfortunately, it's found a couple of things, but that tells me it's working. Did a lot of research on it, and I run a, I run a thorough scan on all three of my devices weekly. It's just my nature, weekly. But, and, you, but you deal with... 
business-wise, you deal with a lot of stuff. I'm very so, careful. Yeah. That's right, because we deal with a lot of personal yeah. private information. So and I have to do that you're for the my same work way, as yeah. well because I sign agreements that yeah. say that's what I'm doing. Yeah, do so that. there's that. And then um, screen all your calls. Even if you don't take the call, screen it and find out where that number's coming from. And then if it's something that is a finishing call or something like that, block it. I routinely get calls from unavailable numbers and numbers I don't recognize. I never answer them. Yeah. And every once in a while I'll answer one. And my, I had another story, okay? Yeah. About f- two years ago, some guy called, left a voicemail or something, and I called him back. He said, whoa, I finally found you. Da, da, da. It was just the way he had a, he was reading from a script. Mm-hmm. It was so obvious that he had set the call up for me to call him back and act like it was a long lost person I know or some business associate and I just immediately blocked the call. I hung up immediately. Blocked the call. Yeah. So you, you could just tell by the way he was talking it was all scripted. You but, can block um, the call. So a, a while back I got uh, one of those weird calls from the IR, what we thought were IRS calls mm-hmm. and I didn't trust the guy and of course he's threatening me to go to jail and this, that, and the you other if I those. don't pay. Yes. Oh man. So I called ID Shield and said to him, I said, this is the phone number it's coming from. Do you have that listed as one of those scam calls? And he said, no, we don't have that number on our list, but go ahead and block it on your phone so they can't get you again. He goes, and if you ever get something that looks similar, just block the numbers. And so it was nice to be able to use the service to just call and get some peace of mind that I'm not going crazy and the IRS does not call you on the phone. And right like your banks and stuff. And so it was just, you know, calming to have that. But it it's out there, and they're very oh, yeah. demanding and very... That, I think that's why some people think that elderly are very susceptible. But um, if you think about Social Security numbers and stuff, it, they're going after kids, too. They're not just going after adults. Well, I have one of my mortgage clients years ago um, didn't get their refund. It's because somebody had gone online, hacked into the IRS, directed the refund to another place, those stories you hear about, and it happened firsthand mm-hmm. with one of my clients. And I can give you more stories about people who I've read their credit report, and I see clearly that somebody's been trying to do access and do mm-hmm. something. Not very often, but it has come up. Yeah. And it, by the way, anybody that's in the out getting a home loan, when you obtain a credit report, the credit bureaus tell the banks that they're not allowed to give you a copy of your actual credit report. They can only tell you your scores, but I would insist getting the credit report, and they might give it to you, but I would insist, in addition to them just giving you the scores, insist that they tell you whether they saw any red flag activity. Most of the loan originators, I'm sorry to say this out there, they don't bother to do this. And Santa, you can probably speak to this. Mm -hmm. They don't take the time and energy. This is a crucial thing. You don't have your credit pulled very often. You have a professional who knows how to read it. Say, do you see anything on my credit report? Even if you can't give me a copy of it because your lender institution doesn't Mm -hmm. allow it. Do you see anything on it that you find unusual, that, that's a red flag? And if so, explain it to me. I want to know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. That's a little side story, you but can I get call up my the, soapbox about that one. You can call the credit bureaus and ask them to you send can. you one. It, it, but it takes a long time. It's a mess. But it, but it is something you But can. if you're going through the mortgage process. Yeah. And, so, yeah. and by the way, when you, when you pull a credit report, believe it or not, the credit bureaus, the fact that you pull the credit report yeah. now becomes a marketable occurrence yeah. and they will notify other institutions that you pull credit and they will start contacting you because they think you're in the home market to do something to buy a home and if you're in the market to buy a home you might be in the market to buy uh, a car you might be in the market to buy furniture you might be in the market mm-hmm. to buy a contractor so they will sell that it's called a trigger lead mm-hmm. and so your inquiry into getting a home triggers a lead you can opt out of that 
If you want to learn how to opt out of that, call me or email me, and I will tell you how to opt out of it. Most people aren't aware this happens, and it's kind of irritating. Yeah. All right, sorry, another tangent, but no, I think that's, that's valuable information. <laughs> that's okay. Next um, bullet point. Again, the credit report stuff, we just basically went over that to yes. watch things mm-hmm. on the credit report. And then um, we went over screening calls and everything. It's If you can file your taxes early, do that, because tax um, fraud is more common than people would like to think. There's been a lot of articles on the web, and there's been things on the news. Um, I remember last year they started putting things on the news as to how rampant it's becoming. But the online programs that people are using for a while made it easy for people to file tax returns under somebody else's social. Okay. So there's more protection in that. Um, I have a person who does my books and my taxes for me, and there's more um, levels of authenticity you know, authenticating yourself and your social than there used to be. Are you referring to things like TurboTax, which I use? Okay. Yes. So they, they've tightened those up. Yes. Okay, there were was, was some loopholes in there, and, and that's what was taken yeah. advantage of. Okay. But the longer you wait to file your taxes, the more at risk you are of why, that money. Why, why, why waiting? Why does waiting increase the risk? Because they have more time to get in there and get it in before you file yours. Oh, I see. So, so if, they, if they've ever figured out a way to wedge in there, yes, they or they have more time to wedge in there. So if you right. filed yours and done, then there's less opportunity. Right. Okay. All right. That so makes sense. because what happens is, is if they file it before you, then you have to prove, yeah, that's not you and that you are who okay, you say you are. Okay, that makes sense. And it takes a long time. And if you wait too long before the deadline and such, then you're going to be dealing dealing. So with all you procrastinators out there, penalties <coughs> and such that you wouldn't have to necessarily go file your with. taxes now. Yeah. Yeah. If you but can, see, I mean, some people well, still wait. For I know some people wait till October. You know, end of, uh, they, they extend <laughs> as many times as they can. So, uh, yeah. Not me, huh? Okay. So then and we went over a bit of the locked mailboxes and things yep. like that. What is this? You, I've got a note here that you say sign up for informed delivery service. What is that? Well, um, I have it with the mailbox I just purchased, and UPS sends me um, text when something shows up that doesn't fit in the box. Oh. So that's a type of informed services you can you can get. Okay, um, because it really irritates me, and nothing against FedEx or anybody, but they just leave things out in the pouring rain on my porch, right. you know, cardboard box. Yeah. I would think, why don't they at least put a plastic bag over it? And we routinely have things disappear off our yeah. porch. And, so and, yeah. if you're expecting packages or such, you can sign up for alerts that it's been delivered. All right. So if you're not home, you can have somebody pick it up or Informed get delivery. home. Okay. So anytime you yeah. get a sh- something shipped from any of the major UPS, U- mm-hmm. United States Post Office, all those have informed delivery. You can yeah. say, look, text me when it's delivered so yes. I know what's going on. Okay, cool. And when you go in to send a package through those, they'll ask you, do you want an email notification? Got it. Okay. Most people will say yes. Some say no. It's okay. They can look it up online themselves. It's, all right. It's totally up to them. Okay. But that's pretty much the, the gist of... Okay, we're going to go into another Most break areas. in about two two minutes. You got any other bullet mm-hmm. points you want to hit? Because after we come back, what I want to do is talk a little bit about what ID ID Shield pr- provides, mm-hmm. and maybe compare it to some of the other bigger, well, more you know, other companies out there. Is there any other thing, anything else you want to cover before that, Sandra? Before the break? Um, just things that I've noticed when you mentioned the elderly before. Um, they're they all they are vulnerable yes. just because of. It happened to my dad. They once, just don't. On the phone, yes. Yes, and things have happened to my mother and whatnot. But um, yeah. part of the service that I do 
with legal uh, ID Shield is the Legal Shield, and it just provides places where they can phone call and get answers versus. Okay. Um, I hate to say this, but senior centers provide great services, but they also provide a lot of um, just random things said that people start yeah. to believe that aren't true. Yeah, when that's normal in any kind of social yeah. setting where so, somebody heard something from somebody and somebody else said something, yeah. Right. So just, again, to just keep them aware that there's places they can call and things they can do to protect themselves and they don't okay. have to just accept what's on the news. or. So that's one of the, the benefits you know. we can talk about that ID Shield provides, which when we get back from the break, we can talk a little bit more yeah. about the service. Yeah. Okay? So it's things like that. All right. Just, just awareness of your surroundings, who you're talking yep. to. And again, you may have heard this before, but it doesn't hurt. Really, it doesn't because I'm making notes to myself about things that I think I do routinely, but I really don't adhere to mm -hmm. as much as I should. Double authentication is one of the big ones. I think that even though you could be hacked, it, it's one more layer to yeah. prevent that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break here. Thanks for listening to Home Talk with Greg McKim, the show that covers everything that has to do with home ownership. We air each Tuesday from 3 to 4 here on 1150 AM KKNW. During the show, you can call in at 425-373-5527. Off-air, you can reach me directly at 206-250-6545. You can listen to this or prior shows by podcast at 1150kknw.com. I hope that you're driving around listening to the show right now in this beautiful, beautiful weather. We'll be right back after these messages. Every winter, up to 20 million tons of salt are applied to U.S. roads. Road salt can keep drivers safe, but when too much salt is applied on roads, it can pollute streams, kill fish, and increase salt levels in our drinking water. The good news is we can protect water quality and keep drivers safe. You can help. Join the Isaac Walton League's Winter Salt Watch to receive a free stream test kit. Then, simply dip the test strip in your stream to measure the salt level. Use your smartphone to share your results on the Winter Salt Watch map. If the salt levels in your stream are too high, the Isaac Walton League can share ways other communities are reducing salt usage. Ask for your free test kit today. To get yours, go to saltwatch.org. That's saltwatch.org. If you talk and they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. So you. you can do it if you try. 
The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Working hard to put a smile on your face. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Home Talk with Greg McKim, the show that covers home ownership from unclogging a drain to reverse mortgages. We air each Tuesday from 3 to 4 here on 1150 AM KKNW. You can call in at 425-373-5527 or reach me off air at 206 206- 250-6545 or G McKim, that's G-M-C-K-I-M at Lonezilla.com or visit Lonezilla.com. You can also listen to this show or prior shows by podcast at 1150kknw.com. My guest today is Sandra St. Louis with ID Shield and Legal Shield. And her number again, if you'd like to reach her, is 360-378-7388. Again, 360-378-7388. 7388 or email her at ss that's sandra sandra or sandra saint i guess so sst kind of like the aeroplane l u i s e 62 at aol.com so in the last segment we covered some bullet points about identity theft and prevention and she suggested that you set up alerts so that when your email is accessed from a computer that it's not normally um, accessed from, you are alerted, that you maintain your computer software updates and virus scans and make sure they're up to date and run routinely, that you screen calls. If you get a call from a number you don't recognize or it's not a, an unavailable number, don't answer it. Uh, that you, And this is something I was pretty emphatic about. If you ever have a credit report pulled for mortgage purposes, make sure that the person who pulled it or the institution talks to you about what they found on it. If they won't give you a copy, and they may not, Ask them, were there any red flags? Don't just accept your credit score. Ask for red flags. You can also obtain a free credit report every year from the three credit bureaus. I do have that link someplace. If you want to get it from me, email me, and I'll send it to you. I, don't, I didn't have it with me today. I didn't think about it. One of the things that Sandra brought up that I never thought about is to file your taxes as early as possible. Of course, we all procrastinate on that, but you have a motivation, not only if you can get a refund, but there is a motivation in that the longer you wait, the more opportunity there is for scammers and crooks to get in and, and game the system and file in your name and get your refund. She also talked about um, getting uh, informed delivery. So if you have a package delivered to your front porch from a UPS or any other provider, you can have them text or email you when the package has been dropped off. And with that, we're going to now move into some of the services and the benefits provided by ID Shield. Sandra, you want to talk about a couple of those highlights? Yeah. So um, they they we monitor what matters basically, and it is not it, it's from every angle. It's not just your social security number or your credit cards, although they do all of those things. But we monitor bank accounts, checking savings. Um, they can you can list different accounts like your investment accounts and things like that. And you can receive monthly uh, updates as to if there's nothing occurred or if they've seen anything at all. 
And if it is something serious enough that they alert you about, then you call one of the investigators within ID Shield, and they'll go over all the information. If it's something that needs to be restored, they'll help restore it back to what it should be. Um, and then there's counsel when you need it. So, like I mentioned before, I've called ID Shield about um, fake IRS calls on the phone and things like that. So, it's basically for your peace of mind, you can call them up at any time and ask them any question about your your identity, your information, and they will help walk you through what needs to be done, if anything. Um, say, for instance, if your purse gets stolen or something out of your car, they'll let you know who to call. And it's nice because you could be at a sort of not necessarily always a panic state, but you're like, what if I miss something? Then you can call them and they'll direct you to the areas that you need to to go to restore something or take care of it on your own. It's up to you whether you want their help or something. And that service is basically you can call them 24 hours a day and get those questions in there and get services from them. And then restoring your identity completely, um, ID Shield is the only company with an exclusive partnership with Kroll. And Kroll, as some That's people may know. K-R-O-L-L, right? Yes. Okay. And they are the ones that have worked with the military and such on their, you know, saving their information and protecting it. And so um, anything that needs to be done, they can work with them and the investigators to restore basically back to. So ID Shield will work with Kroll. If needed, yeah. Okay, and Kroll mm-hmm. helps. Okay, so give me an example of what, what what could happen that would my ID needs to be restored. I'm not really clear so on that. So if somebody it steals your ID. And they're using it to get credit, using it to apply for loans, getting it to, mm-hmm. to, to maybe use my medical services under yeah. my name. Right. And they're pretending they're Greg McKim. Yes. Of course, they're not as good looking as me. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they so, have more hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody that comes in, they shave their head to look like me. So, but yes, they can go in with investigators and restore everything back to okay. prior to the I, incident. There was, there was a woman that was a processor at McKim Mortgage mm-hmm. who I remember she spent months, and I, this is, I think, before you were involved with mm-hmm. this. I don't remember her name, Lori. Mm-hmm. Months and months and months, just crying all the time because her identity, identity it was mm-hmm. a nonstop nightmare. Yes. Just unbelievable. Because every day is something different. Yeah, yeah. it's just incredible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that this they will do that for you, with, yes. of course, with your help. But yes. they're, you they're, they're, have to initiate. You know, if something happened or if they something pops up on these alerts they give you. Okay. Then you can go back to them. Well, this is something I learned today. You know, Mm -hmm. I I got the service and I kind of don't pay attention to it, but I didn't know that I should list my bank accounts and things too. Yes. Okay. So they have a section within the membership. I just made a big note about that. Yeah. Two stars next. I'll put three stars next. And um, you can go into your account and there's a section where you can list different things in different sections. So it's. Everything I should probably go online to the service and see what's available and maybe call a counselor and just to kind of or just go through. Here's all the things that we do that you mm-hmm. haven't done yet. Maybe I should talk to somebody and say, well, you haven't put in your bank account yet. You have, what about your debit cards? What about? Well, it'll I, show you because there's a section I'll go and back. it'll okay. show you which what's blank. There we go. I'll do and it. you can go in and add the information. OK, if nothing it's else a, from, bit, see, from seeing you today, right. that, that's wonderful. OK. <laughs> thank you. This is why we keep in touch about that's every right. three yeah, to six yeah. months. Well, I get your Christmas cards and birthday <laughs> yeah. cards. So thank you. So you're welcome. Always, so, always like those. But 
Yeah, so you can go in and add the information, and it's the same section you can go in if you had to update information or different accounts. Okay. Different, Wonderful. Uh, we've talked about different banking accounts and things like that. You can update the information. Well, we've got about eight minutes left. What I'm going to do okay. now is that Sandra handed me a one-page checklist of comparing ID Shield to one that everybody hears about all the time because it's advertised. It's called LifeLock, and she has a side-by-side, and every single item on here that is, that is listed ID Shield does, and LifeLock misses some of them. I'll give you an example. If you have an ID Shield plan, it covers not only you and your spouse at the same fee, but it also covers, and by the way, LifeLock does that, but it covers up to eight minor children for the same price. At LifeLock, they, it charges additional for each person. Um, one of the things I think is a big deal here is the consultation, is that ID Shield provides unlimited counseling with an investigator. LifeLock does not. Now, that would be a person that you just call up like you do. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on? What should I do? I, I, should I be worried? What are the best steps for me to take? And they give you advice on that. LifeLock right. doesn't have anybody like that. Right. Um, they, also, they also monitored Social Security fraud detection. According to this checklist, LifeLock does not do that. Um, they give you monthly ID theft updates. LifeLock does not do that. Now, I get those. Every month I get something that says no activity or, hey, something was, something was looked at. And then mm-hmm. I research, and I usually know what it was, like I, you know, Went if you out. applied for yeah, something, for something. yeah. yeah. Um, it has emergency si- assistance 24-7, 365. LifeLock does not. It has a sex offender registry report. LifeLock does not. They have licensed private investigators. LifeLock does not. Here's a biggie. Medical identity theft restoration. Can you talk a little bit more? Oh, that's something that ID Shield has. LifeLock does not. Can you talk elaborate on that so, one a little bit? Medical identity is one of the biggest areas of identity theft that people don't think about. Yeah. And it's it's kind of attributed to, say, for instance, somebody steals your Social Security number and they want to go in to see a doctor and they sign up. And all of a sudden they're checking, they're doing blood work and they're giving them prescriptions and this and that. And so if they're stealing your name and your social and they go in to get medical help under your name and then you go into the doctor and they start giving you things based on that information versus your information, then it could cause problems with your medical history. Mm-hmm. It causes problems with your records. This is a real problem. This actually happens. Something you think, oh, who would do it? But it really happens. It happens a lot more than people think. Yeah. So then it affects your care. If you go into the hospital, what's in your records, yeah. things like that. So it's, it's, it's part of your Social Security monitoring, but it's medical because it's... Now it deals with your physical status. No, so so in my so. service, should I should I inform ID Shield that, that I'm a part of Kaiser and that sort of thing and give them my Kaiser number? Or, or, I mean, I'm that, not sure if there's a spot for an actual membership okay. number with so a how different. Does, how does um, it? So it's re- mainly a, a restoration if it happens. It's a restoration if it happens, but if they're monitoring your social and everything else, if there's something serious like that going on, then you'll know that it's. Another bullet point is a $5 million service guarantee, which is provided by ID Shield, but not, not by LifeLock. Can you elaborate on what that means, the $5 million service guarantee? Um, it's, so let's see. I just. <laughs> just took a blank there? Uh, no, it's, you know, they, it, it's part of the agreement between um, ID Shield and crawl and the 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 whole situation as to how they restore your so information are they telling if me they that need if, to. If they'll cover me up to five million dollars in losses. That I would technically have to double check. Okay, if it's so you personally, or if it's just within the 
company. Okay, so you're not 100 percent sure on that. I'm not. All right, I would have to follow up. All right. Well, why don't you get back to me? Tell you what. What I'll do is next show I will make sure I address it. Okay. Yes. All right. I'll get that to you. Um, Social media monitoring. Exactly. How does that work? And that's something that LifeLock does not provide. So you go in and put your um, sign-ons for your social media accounts, Mm -hmm. and they'll monitor you. Oh, they'll monitor. Make sure there's no fraud going on and nobody. Using your nobody information else for nobody else using it, nobody using your information for okay. um, fraudulent business. And here's a big one: site. passport number monitoring. Yeah, that's not something huge. that LifeLock provides. That's and a huge. Pa- and no, yeah. you don't want somebody getting a hold of your passport no. number. That no. that could be a big, big problem. Yeah. All right. Now I get a, emails periodically from ID Shield and 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 about you know different other benefits that I never pay attention to. You know, like shopping benefits and membership benefits. The perks. Yeah. Perks are they are they something you promote or are they are they, you think they're valuable? They are valuable because there's everything from, for to use an old term, soup to nuts in there. There's wait airlines, a second, that's my term when I open it. My, my <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's everything in there, pretty, pretty much in every area of life. Um, there's some kind of discount. So have you personally ever used it and found some worthwhile discounts? I basically use a discount of this perk area every single day. Seriously? I go to Office Depot almost no every kidding. single day. See, I'm day. the kind of person yes. that's like, ah, just another perk thing. They're all the same. And then I, but there might be some, I sh- I, another well, thing, so, see, another reason that we met today. I, so, <laughs> so just the Office Depot one, just to give you an example, just the office services okay. that they have. Not to mention, are there thousands of discounts on things that they sell? But the office services, if you were to go in, it's over. Um, the libraries charge ten cents for a copy. The office companies charge fifteen cents and higher, depending whether it's black and white or color. If you have a discounted card that you can get through the website, through the Perk site for Office Depot, it's two cents for black and white. Really. So a person that runs copies every now and then doesn't have a copy machine like I do, or five of them like I do. But yeah, it saves a ton of money. And then the, the other part of that that I use from time to time is the flyers and such for Legal Shield. They're cheaper. They make fly- oh, Interesting. By the way, how much does ID Shield cost for an individual per month? I think it's... It just oh, I got you. <laughs> I got you again. Okay. <laughs> well, it depends on the person and their situation, whether it's a um, a family or right. an individual. It so each one is separate. I think okay, I'm, I paying about, I'm paying 29 bucks for both ID right. and Legal Shield. Right. So I think it's about half of that. It's about 15 bucks a month. Sound about right? It's. I think for the 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 maximum versus individual versus family, I believe it's at for a family for 15 or yeah. so. Okay, that's a but good I, deal. But we can, I can give you all that particular update. You're next. Okay, well, yeah, I will. Okay. I will get. Why don't you give me give me the cost? Email it to me, and I'll, I'll I'll air it on my on my next show. Yeah. Okay, monthly cost. But we're gonna have to wrap up here. We're getting on to the end of the show. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Again, to reach Sandra St. Louis regarding ID and Legal Shield, you can reach her at three six zero three seven eight. 7388. I think it's a phenomenal value. I've used the uh, Legal Shield many times. Thank you again for listening to Home Talk with Greg McKim, the show that covers home ownership from soup to nuts. <laughs> right here on 1150 AM, 3 to 4 each Tuesday. You can reach me off air at 206 250 6545 or email me at gmckim at or my podcasts are on 1150kknw.com. Next week, I think that's the 5th, right, Eric? 
I hope my guest will be Jeff Skillingstead of Troon Construction. He will be talking about remodeling, purchasing, and buying new homes. And he has been in the industry 40 years. Thank you very much for calling. Make sure you're wearing your sunscreen today. It's pretty sunny out there. See you next week.